can you I would love a sort of a G4 show produced by Kotaku like in the mid 2000s that's like the mole but it's it's about uh, uh <laughs> it's about a bunch of gamers trying to find the one fake gamer fuck man don't get my hopes up Oh man, that sounds oh. awful. I would watch that so hard. <laughs> I would make that. Fuck. Fuck, I'd love to make it. That would be so fun. The real trick is that everyone is a fake gamer. Like everyone is just really like super hardcore gatekeepy and everybody's talking about how much they love uh Master Chief and Kratos and all of their friends. But not like <laughs> there's like one person there who's like I play a little Candy Crush as a treat every once in a while but that's about it and everyone else has just like never touched a thing no one else has a console or a a, con- a controller in the in their fucking home i can see like a super obnoxious like jeff Keeley type being the host just every episode now to find out who does and who nintendo don't fuck that's good man Let's visit our gamers and non-gamers back. Oh man, what would they call it? What would they call the house? I don't know, like the gamer cave? I mean, just the gamer hub. Just the gamer house. Gamer cave. Let's go back to the hub. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Oh man, this would be like mid 2000s, so it would be like su- like everything's Xbox Live colors and fucking <laughs> just just format it exactly after uh America's Greatest Otaku. Okay, you combined America's Greatest Otaku with uh with a uh, Big Brother, the Mole, and the Tester. Oh god, the Tester. Yeah. Oh God, man, you're you're mixing some dangerous juice right yeah. now. <laughs> we are mixing oil and more oil, but different oil. We're mixing like olive oil and like petroleum. Tasty. This is good. Oh God, this is after podcast talk. This is di- this is for Daddy's quiet time. Daddy's quiet time. Daddy needs to go into his study, put on some Miles Davis, and think about the gamer show. Just in a fucking bathrobe, like swirl, swirling a cup of bourbon or something. <laughs> Just a, a real short glass of brandy and one of those big ice cubes. In the fucking study, looking into the fireplace. <laughs> Now, son, you know you're not supposed to come to the study when Daddy's thinking about his gamer show. Yeah, I think it was in Rocket Man where the 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 kid was like, if he if Dad was playing, um, what was it? If he was playing jazz, I knew not to come in. If he was playing marching music, I knew it was okay, or something like that. It was fucking stupid. It was really good, but just that. But <laughs> it's it's that. But it's like the. Uh, the like really nice see-through vinyl of near automata oh shit uh, <laughs> dad's playing the bayonetta soundtrack i i can't go in there yet okay he's playing <laughs> this cannot continue it's fine <laughs> he switched over to persona 5 it's all right <laughs> fuck man i don't like this man i don't like this dad <laughs> the gamer dad fuck oh, the gamer man. dad
would it be an elimination thing like the mole or would it be like a sort of um are you the one I don't know I feel I feel like it'd have to be it'd have to be an elimination thing yeah I mean, it's number one be. because video games among us uh but also that's just that's just better drama right now right there you know what I think you're right what do we call this what is the name of this show hey so hey hey okay so here no hold on no all right i think i think we both had the same joke in our head stop stop talking Uh, let's just go ahead and say say our say our names at the same time say okay all right three two one gamergate oh Sorry, I got those little red dudes on my mind. <laughs> I mean, that's probably better than mine. You got I, Game of Gate on your mind, though. I don't No, That's no. All right. No, that's just imagine. <laughs> just imagine some fucking Phil Spencer looking, Jeff Keighley looking, some fucking like that's like you, you have to pass through the Gamer Gate. Every time you come, and like every time, every time to- someone gets eliminated, like I'm sorry, but you will be, you will be passing for the last time through the gamer gate. Fuck, that's good though. <laughs> <laughs> the gamer gate grows hungry. Who will feed it fuck, fuck, this fuck. week? Okay, okay. <laughs> the gamer gate is locked. The- <laughs> Our contestants will have to remain for the entire month in this house. Okay, so this is also a story about how a gamer gate uh, ruins a bunch of people's lives for no reason. Exactly. It's thematically <laughs> consistent. <laughs> it's honest. Some, some real ethics in games journalism. About damn time. Hi, I'm Hunter J. Allen. And I am Bobby McCarthy. Welcome to Two Itchy Boys, a little show about little games where we share with you the hidden gems and secret treasures we found deep within the Itch.io gaming site. And this week, uh, this week the intro actually uh, isn't at all, I think, um, pertaining to, to, to our topic. Uh, we kind of just shot from the hip. No, This week the, we're doing... Sorry, sorry, no, no, no. Go on, ignore me. No, no. I'm sorry. Do you want to say something? No, no, no. Bobby, I don't. I don't want to step on you. I don't. I'm just. You, you can. I'm just. I'm just saying. It's a. It's a little. It's a little bit of a. It's. it's this is a video game show, right? I think. Yeah. I think we got some video games in that intro. I think it's okay. Please keep we, it. <laughs> we. <laughs> <laughs> we did mention video games. That's correct, Bobby. We did mention video games one or two times. I think we're good. <laughs> I <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You're right. Uh, but this week's episode, uh, we're talking about simulators. Which is not a game. Which, well, I, I don't... It's not a game. It's real life. It's a simulator. It's a, it's a real... It's a simulation of... A, a real re- matrix. Yeah, a real Johnny... Uh, mnemonic dracula 
Are you just naming off um, uh, John Keanu Wick. Reeves? Yeah, okay. Yeah, cyberpunk. Well, this week we're talking about simulators. <laughs> those those good old those those good old simulcrums of reality. Yeah, go go ahead and get your airplanes, sit in a train. Uh go ahead and do some power washing. Um get your farming equipment. Get, get your get your bus, your semi trucks, your farm. You farm you twenty twenty two. 2021 20 get your 20. fishing pole get your fucking uh gunpla minis i'm just scrolling through the steam page right now <laughs> so we have a we have a pretty broad topic this week bobby why don't you start out and tell me what what is what does a simulator mean to you well that is an interesting question that I am not at all equipped to answer. <laughs> okay. So I mean, well, then, yeah. if we if we if so, if we want to talk about this, right? We have to like talk about what a video game is, what it means. To, I don't know whose voice this is, what it Bobby. Means to who, be a video game. Who who is this? This is my real voice. <laughs> The old Bobby, you know, this is, this is the real Bobby. This is the Bobby who talks about like the deep stuff. This Bobby sounds like he, like, he runs a museum about piss. If you think about it, video games are like piss though. I don't know. No, we're not. Bobby, tell me about your video game. Run like piss down the leg of God. (laughs) So like when I, when I was, when I was thinking on what I wanted, to do um you know i was thinking more along the lines of like immersive sims or like something like something like kerbal space program you know what do you call kerbal uh, space program an immersive sim not not a not an immersive <laughs> sim have, but it is like a simulator you have your simul- you have your dishonored an immersive uh, an immersive <laughs> sim or something like okay okay fucking keep up uh, try and so, keep up mate so- <laughs> I'm sorry. I guess I'm just behind in the times. I'm sorry. Keep going. Yeah, you are, man. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. It. Bobby, I just want to hear about okay. your fucking game. So I wound up not doing that at all because uh, my game isn't really, I guess you, I don't know if you'd call it a simulator. It's got simulator in the title. <laughs> that counts in my book. So, I have Buddy Simulator 1984 by Not A Sailor Studios. Uh, This game is available, surprisingly, on itch.io for $9.99. And uh, this is actually a game that came up for me before. I was looking into it uh, because I was interested in maybe doing this for the ugly games. Mm-hmm. But I decided against it because uh, it's not ugly enough. So I'm glad I get to talk about it now because this game is a uh, it's it's not Pony Island. How how do you mean? So this is um this is a game that as I was playing it, the name Daniel Mullins 
God, we can't just kept we, blasting on on extremely loud through my we mind. We can't do I'm this every sorry. episode. We can't. Do it's this. not every. I think I think we've actually been clean for a couple episodes. We're due. We're due for a comeback. Yeah, I'm sorry. you're right. We are. We. It's been a while since we played a game that he is the Dark Souls of indie <laughs> games. <laughs> it's been a while since we've said out loud. It, it's kind of like Inscription. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like inscription. Although we've never done a Pony Island reference before, that is true. Yeah, so we're 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 keeping it original. So tell me, what is uh, what's what's the pitch of this game, Buddy Simulator 1984? So the game itself uses the interface of like old, like I guess like MS DOS like era interface where like you've you've just got the the screen and you like type in text commands or whatever yeah dinosaur computers yeah it's got it's got a real dinosaur computer uh vibe to it and like the 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 main menu is just like run run all these different programs and the only one you've got is buddy simulator 1984 which generates a buddy for you uh you name your buddy it asks you your name, your favorite color, and uh, you play games with it, like uh, Hangman and uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors, and nothing weird or bad happens. Ah. Thank you for listening. I, well, um, hold on. No, we can talk a little. Uh, yeah, so. um, just Just a little. I'm thinking I'm thinking about how to go about this because this game has acts. Oh. This is I mean not not to get inscriptiony on you or Jesus. To, for 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 a more for a more in show uh appropriate comparison uh like not a crawl. Okay. It it has a pitch for you like it's basically a text-based uh adventure game wherein you're you're interacting with this like rudimentary artificial intelligence that is designed to be your friend and and that's the pitch of the like in universe game cuz yeah, that's this is this is one of those games where you are playing a game you, as the game yeah you are you are on a mock computer playing mock software and this uh this artificial intelligence starts trying to please you um and so like it changes the text color to match your favorite color um and it builds you its own text-based adventure game uh named the adventure of your name and uh then it stops being a text-based adventure game <laughs> oh yeah that's that's about as far as I want to go in specifics, um, it gets extremely fourth wall breaky. There are a number of times where you have to close and reopen the game in order to progress. Of course. Um, this game has a very, I don't know, it, it, it just feels very like weirdly intimate for being as like basic in presentation for the, for the first like chunk anyway, like it, it it has this really great sound design that um, made me forget I had earphones in. It just made me think that it was like unusually noisy, like I was sitting in an unusually noisy room. Oh, I like that. It was very uncomfortable. Um, 
Yeah, I feel as though this kind of goes without saying, but this if you if you like look at the store page, but this is like unequivocally a horror game. Of course, yeah. I I get that vibe from looking at the store page. Yeah, but it's also got a a sense of sweetness to it, a sense of earnestness. Like, you know, you've you've played games where you've played games. You you've played a couple games. You've played a couple like subversive weird games. I'm I'm not one of those fake gamers. In the house, yeah, in the hub. Are you? I, I'm. I'm not. I Gamergate's it, calling, my friend. Oh. <laughs> Are you up for it? <laughs> Can we talk about how there's there's an Adventure Time character called Gamergate? There's a there's an Adventure Time character called Sergeant Gamergate. No, it's it's Lieutenant Gamergate. It's Thank Lieutenant you. Please Gamergate. Give I'm him sorry. his give him his due. I'm I'm sorry. I'm gonna leave the call. I, I, I just disappo- I just disappointed all my all my all my fans. I'm wow. so sorry. I guess the real fake gamer was you all along. I guess the real fake gamer was the friends we made along the way. What's up, gamers? You've been around the 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 Mario Kart track. So they say. You've played. You've played your subversive, like your, Luigi's your, Mansion. <laughs> subversive edgy games like Luigi's Mansion but no no you've you've played like you've you've played those indie games that are like fourth wall breaky and like the the antagonist is like an NPC in the game who becomes like aware of the fourth wall or whatever and becomes possessive of the player character or something like that yeah that sounds about right it's it's not it's not a new concept but but it is I don't know. It's got a sweetness to it. It's like because there's no in-game world outside. Well, at first there's no in-game world outside of the buddy, but I'm not giving away specifics in regard to what in regards to what that means. Um, But but it's just you and this text you're interacting, right? It's talking to you. It likes you. It makes some troubling comments but it doesn't want you to go away. <laughs> Define troubling. Like one of the questions it asks is what's your best friend's name? And then it mm. and when you answer it goes hmm that's awesome. It sure would be a shame if something bad were to happen to blank. Um um it's just like weirdly I I don't know. I I was surprised at how quickly they made me feel for this thing. Like, you know, every time you boot up the game, it thanks you for waking it up. Mm. And it, it, it's just like, oh, no, this is. I This is horrifying. What this what what this little computer buddy is going through. Yeah, they just um, they just made a little guy at my beck and call for entertainment. Yeah. And uh I mean, it's a little bit like, so I first discovered this game because of the actual Dan Mullins game that you mentioned. Bit Buddy. Oh, Bit Buddy. I've been thinking about that that this entire time you were talking about it. Yeah, no, you, you recommended it. You recommended Bit Buddy to me. And this is the game that first popped up uh, because I, I couldn't remember the name immediately after I, I started searching. So I, I went for Buddy Simulator because that sounded similar enough. And this was 
first thing that popped up, so it's been on my backlog for a very long time. It reminds me tonally a lot of BitBuddy, actually. Um, it's yeah. just... Whereas BitBuddy leans a little further. It... BitBuddy's a black comedy. Yeah, the... Um, <laughs> The the horror the horror of Bit Buddy is not so much the buddy itself, but the buddy's fate. Whereas this this game the buddy is terrifying, but it's terrifying because of circumstances that the game is going out of its way to like make you understand. And it's actually capable of doing some really nice and like heartwarming stuff. And this is where I, I have to kind of cut my commentary off in terms of the thematics because I did not complete this game because halfway through I accidentally, well, no, not accidentally. Not accidentally. You did this on purpose. I deleted my save file because I thought it was the solution to a puzzle. I guess that's the kind of game it is. That's the kind of game this is. Honestly, that's... That's a better pitch than I could possibly come up with. <laughs> just just let just so you know, if you end up in the black pit uh beneath the tree stump and you can't go anywhere, uh don't delete your save file. You you may be tempted. You may be tempted. You will be walking in a single direction for a very long time. <laughs> but brother, that ground has been tread. I'm right there with you. You probably just need to close and reopen the game a couple times. I'm guessing. I haven't gotten back there yet. That sounds like a wild time. It's a it's a good emotion little emotional experience, yeah. I would 100% call that a simulator. It's simulating a buddy. It is simulating a buddy, an extremely possessive uh game designer buddy it's a it's a little it's a little bit of a reflection of actually what it means to be a video game i mean i, I was kind of riffing earlier but like the but so the the buddy is literally making you a video game as you're playing it interesting and it's uh yeah yeah it's just a just just a game simulating that relationship between player and designer i don't know it's weird I can't say much more about it because you need to play this game and you need to know as little as possible pl when playing this game. I mean, it sounds fucking wild. Uh, yeah, it's 10 bucks. You'll get your money's worth. Here's it's meaty. That's the other thing. This is a long game, but the, like the minimalist presentation or whatever, I was expecting this to be done in like half an hour and like wound up doing a single sitting of like three hours and like still there's not an end in sight so yeah uh you get your money's worth fun yeah i like it it's okay it's fine what about you <laughs> i mean i yeah i i i think it sounds cool yeah you think so yeah i i i think so okay yeah do i pa do i pass yeah you you passed with flying colors bobber well, no, I can't say that. You deleted your save file. You I did delete. I deleted my big <laughs> save file. Listen, if you're in my position, you might have done the same thing. You might not have actually. I, I don't know. I it was kind of a dramatic. Have. It was kind of a dramatic decision on my part. 
Well, listen, they make that reset button look really tempting. I mean, yeah, that, like, if that's... I, if guarantee, that is the, I guarantee you that's a solution to a puzzle later on. I mean, if that's the kind of mindset that that game puts you in, where you're, gener- you're genuinely considering, is destroying this game part of the intended experience for this game? I was expecting it to at least react to me doing that in some way later on. Yeah, like... Like, even if it wasn't a solution. If it puts you in that kind of mindset, I think, yeah, that does say a lot about the the tone and the atmosphere that that game develops. No, and it's weird, too, because, like I said, it's kind of minimalistic presentationally. It's a lot of just, like, subtle design cues. It's it's just a very... It's just a, a, a very evocative game in that way. It's very good at gesturing towards these ideas and leading you to make make these wild conclusions about it because like and this is something i'm i'm still on because i again i haven't finished the game this this could literally go anywhere like it's just that kind of game that's very good at kind of holding you in in this state of skeptical just interrogation of everything that comes up on the screen. You've done a really good job of pitching this to me. Hell yeah. I'm glad. That's what I get paid for. Yeah. <laughs> I I really want to play this game now. It's good, man. I think you in particular will like the second act. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. There's fishing. It's got fishing. Fuck yeah, it's dude. The, I, oh, got, man, that was a guess. It's got... It... I, it's got uh, a very good little town with a lot of good little side quests. Fuck um, yeah. It's got very nice music. Don't say and it anymore. God damn, you, 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 need to, you need to stop goading me, man, because I just <laughs> want to talk about this game. I just want to talk anymore. about this game's second act. Don't say anymore. Don't say, it. don't say a thing. Okay, I won't say anymore. Good. Uh, so what did you play? Uh, I think this is very appropriate. I think we chose... Um, two very opposite games in in many different ways. Uh, the first way will be uh, fairly obvious in that uh, you chose a game that you can't talk about all that much, and I chose a game that I think, to get why I found the value in bringing this game, I'm going to have to talk about it a lot. So, uh, all right, let's get... Let's get a little, let's get a little artsy fartsy. Let's get a little metaphorical. Let's get a little. Hell yeah. I'm in the, I'm in the mood to get a little meta. Yeah. A little uh, introspective. So what? (laughs) It's like I'm at the beginning of a shitty, like a TEDx talk. Like what is a sim? What is a video game? What is video games? Um, We did have a a brief conversation um, after last uh recording the last episode about like what what really counts what what can we bring to the table for simulators like what depending on the kind of viewpoint you're looking at it from you could bring anything you could bring any game any game is a simulator but i yeah. think there is a sort of philosophical ideal behind uh simulators and i think there's two different ideas behind simulators there's there's two types of simulators in my brain um 
There are simulators whose goal is to virtually reproduce an act of real life as accurately and true to experience as possible. Stuff like uh, Farming Simulator, City Skyline, uh, Drive. you know, things that are... Kerbal Space Program? Yeah, I'd say Kerbal. I think Kerbal fits in there. I think absolutely. These are games where their whole ethos is we want to... We want to create something that is going to follow certain. We uh, want to laws make something of... that simulates a real world experience. And, yes, but ac- I or accordingly follows the the natural laws that would go along with committing this physical act in the real world. Yes, they are. They are focused on the natural physical laws of. Yeah, like a. Uh, farming simulator focused on uh the the cycles of um organisms and kerbal focusing on physics and beam and g focusing on how do car work and uh car work city skylines uh focusing on the intricacies of uh uh managing and building um structures and all of these uh simulators they're you could take a stance and say that these are cold simulators simulators that are focused on the inhuman aspects of life um, so focus solely on they simulate processes yes they simulate process I think there's a second type of game that you could put into the category of simulators that has a different philosophy and these are simulators whose goal is to virtually translate the essence of an act of real life taking liberty with the face value of the act while remaining true to its poetic nature um, these are games like Papers, Please Unpacking Valhalla, where on their face they are simulators. Um, Papers, please, simulating the act of uh, being a uh, a what what is it a like what's the word? Not border patrol, like a like an immigration office. Yeah, being being an immigration officer, uh, unpacking, just being about you know packing up your life and. Valhalla being a bartending simulator, but none of them are focused on the actual physical acts and simulating uh, to the degree of natural laws of physics and nature and what have you, but are focused on simulating the emotional and human sides of these actions, the the implications of said actions, the baggage that comes with it. Um, I think the best way for me to describe these two different types of simulators is the first one is about translating. The second one is about localizing to sort of to, to compare it to anime. A farming simulator in the first category would be about the life cycles of the plants, uh, managing your money, um, having to fix up your tractor and uh, buying new equipment, all that jazz. A farming simulator in the second would be about Maintaining your body and your happiness while being a farmer, figuring out how it is you're going to survive and what what is it that you're going to keep with you that's special to you, even if it costs money. It's like Farming Simulator 19 versus Harvest Moon. A little bit, yeah. I think that's a good way to put it. And I chose a game that is the second. I played a game called Yugo, the non-game, by... Petrit Hoxha. Uh, this is a name not originally in English, so I'm not uh, I'm not sure if I'm saying it right, but it is spelled Petrit Hoxha. Uh, it was released this year in June. It is Pay What You Want, and it is 
simulating a very specific moment in time, in space, in mindset, and in political climate. It is a simulator where you drive your Yugo, the uh, the classic Yugoslavian car from the 80s, along a winding mountain road through an abstract depiction of the Eastern European countryside. Oh, shit. That is all this game is. There, there is no story attached to it uh, specifically. There is no scripted interactions. There are no characters. There are no mechanics other than drive your car and listen to the radio. Oh, I love that. It's just a vibe machine. It is a non-game. Um, but so, so do you press any buttons in this? Uh, yeah, you, uh, you, you know, you press forward and you, uh, you press your buttons to steer. Um, and you click on the radio to change channels. It is a it is a mood piece of a simulator. It is the countryside you drive through is this moody, dusky, purple blue with uh, all these giant blackbirds flocking overhead and in, in large groups uh, inspired by um, the developer's experience uh, making a specific trek, uh, a specific drive in Yugoslavia. Oh, so this is a real route that they're driving? or That is the thing. It is a simulator of the second type. It is not simulating the exact curves and visage of this road. It is simulating the feeling that this developer had while passing this road in, in, in Yugoslavia. Oh, holy shit. This game is multiplayer? That I'm getting there, Bobby. Please. Okay, I'm Please, sorry. I have notes. The the landscape is dotted with these giant mega structures uh, that are just these dark, blocky, inhuman, concrete-looking buildings way off in the distance uh, to to simulate the giant constructions built uh, in the the Soviet era um, all along these roads. And the road is dotted with those classic overhanging streetlights, and it's flanked on both sides by an unwavering guardrail that does everything to set this mood. You can't go off-road. You're just driving in one direction. You can turn around if you'd like, but it is a connected road. There's no other roads. And you just drive and listen to the radio. And you pass through different zones where some radio stations become unreachable. There are spots where you can't reach any radio stations, like you're out of range of any of them. And that's the game. Now, what really makes this, I think, worth talking about, what what really uh, felt like this game had value to me, is that it is multiplayer. Your car functions almost like a lobby, like a, like a little Discord lobby. You invite your friends in, you can all drive in the same car, you can switch drivers, and you can all mess with the radio and choose your channels and choose the volume. You can have a little virtual road trip. Oh my you God. have a little virtual road trip. Now, there's no gas stations. There's no stops. It's just you and your friends listening to radio stations. And these are real radio stations. These are like internet radio stations. There's like a a, a British 80s radio station. There's a video game music radio station because of fucking course there is. There's a, like this real zony sort of space music radio station. Oh, fuck. I love that. And 
on its face, like it really is, it's just a, a Discord lobby that, you know, can host like four folks. But I feel like it's a lot more than that. Like it sets this this dusk road trip mood. I hung out with my friends virtually uh, last weekend because, uh, you know, I, I wanted to have this. I wanted to have people who could play this with me. Um, and, you know, we uh, we were chilling in the Discord playing other games and, you know, we were having a good time. But then, you know, uh, then I got them all to boot up this game and it was four of us just chilling around in this car. And that's when we really started talking. Like, there's something, not to sound fucking wishy-washy about it, not to sound like a, a chump, but there is something kind of magical about just taking a little road trip with your boys that, like, really kind of opens you up. And this might just be me. I've always had a bit of a hard time keeping friends and communicating virtually, but there was something like a, a an equalizer to this where we weren't... We were doing something together, but it wasn't, you know, a concrete game. It wasn't like, oh, well, we're going to go off and collect wood or we, uh, we're going to try to flank this team over at point A. It was just it was just driving with the boys. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel that especially because when I'm when I'm hanging out with people, I feel like e- even even with my closest friends, like I feel an intense need to be doing something to either be playing a game or watching something or engaging in some kind of activity. Like there's a part of me that abhors the idea of just sitting and talking to someone, but this, I mean, a thing like this where that nothing or that something that, that, that relationship puts itself into the thing that you're, you know, sitting down in front of and saying, okay, here it is, our shared uh, social activity or whatever. You boot up the game and it is just that simplicity, that starkness of facing someone, ideally someone you're close to, and just being with them is uh, really powerful. Yeah, it was It was really nice. Like, it. it's such a simple, small, sweet tender idea that I, I like I, I feel kind of you know corny talking about it I feel kind of feel kind of simple bringing this you know uh, when so much of our conversation is about you know very clever mechanics that uh, play with how your brain expects different things and you know it, it subverts uh, long-standing narrative convention but this was just a little task to keep your brain a little busy to open you up just a little bit to talk to folks like it it this is the kind of game that made me want to start doing a show like this not because i wanted to shout from the mountaintops that you know there were these super premium super platinum level games but because there were small, sweet gems that served the the most specific little function, but l- existed in an ecosystem that would be very much ignored by a lot of people. 
I really like this non-game. <laughs> yeah, I've... You're doing your job right, buddy. Because uh, I want to, I want to, I want to sit in here. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. It's like every criticism I have about it is such a like careful, withheld criticism. Because I like everything. I, it's not even criticism, just suggestions that I think in my head, like, oh, well, you could do this. You could, you know, add more roads. You could make the road longer. You could uh, add more radio stations. You could uh, add branching paths. You could add stops. But every time I think, I'm like, well, is it going to retain what it is with all that? Are these things that I really think would make it better because I think that it they would service what this non-game is trying to do? Or are they things that I want because that's how I'm trained to think? Like, that, yeah, that would really... Uh, lengthen the playtime that would really uh, give me more value for my dollar. Or this is uh, give me some achievements <laughs> in this thing, man. I it'd Come be great on. if you know there was like a horde mode, like <laughs> like just thoughts thoughts like that. You know, it'd be great if like I could open up a hundred player lobby and have a little battle royale. <laughs> Everything I could suggest to add would be like goals and objectives and ways to add actual like gameplay but that's not what this game is that's not the point yeah. yeah i mean i wouldn't mind more radio stations and a longer road or perhaps a branching road you know like i would but you know this person designed this game based on their experience of driving or riding this car through a particular part of eastern europe that is no longer the same country it was when they drove that road. This idea that this is a metaphorical representation of that place, but it is also possibly the most accurate representation of that place you can now get, because it no longer truly exists. It sort of takes the metaphor of you can never step into the same river twice, but now it's because the river is owned by a different municipality. Yeah, it's it's a eulogy for an experience that isn't possible anymore. Fuck, Bob, that's beautiful. Fuck, Bobby. Bobby, that's really good. Thank you. Did, this I, is just, a... did I just do an art? <laughs> I think you made... Oh, man. I made art. You I made, made an art, art in my pants. Yeah. <laughs> Can you change me? I did art. <laughs> Baby makey art. <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot of art. Ooh. Ooh. But yeah, I think this game is a it's a special little thing. It's a it's a special precious little corner that I greatly appreciate. Yeah. It and that seems like seems like a good really personal experience it was like i i talked with my brother for a while in a way that like i hadn't talked to him in a while because he we live now like 16 hours away it was it was nice it was it felt special the game these damn zoomers need <laughs> always on their phones well that's the thing is i feel like people younger than me like they don't need this like they they've grown up with 
these virtual spaces like pumped into their fucking blood. They don't need this. They I can just like this hang out for, on Discord. This yeah. is a game for folks like me or like you who have this sort of uh, not not apprehension, but have this aversion to hanging out in a in a virtual space that is that is just made for that a sort of virtual meeting room real metaverse vibes <laughs> yeah but that's i don't know i i don't i don't want to wax poetic forever about this this non game that's just you know it if you've listened to everything I have to say, you uh, you either know for certain that you would like this or you wouldn't like it. And th- you're this probably is, right. Yeah, this is yeah, and you're probably right. This is not a game that I'm going to tell you to check out because you're either you either already want to check it out or it's it's not for you. So you know, that's and you go. You, yeah, if you don't think it's for you, it probably isn't for you. Yeah, like if if you're listening to this and thinking, well. That doesn't sound like there's nothing. If there's nothing to do, I don't want because yeah, they're yeah, you're you're right. But if it sounds like it's up your alley, then it probably is. Um, that's Yugo colon the non game by uh, Petra Toxa. Um, it was it's pay what you want. You know you can you can snag this boy for free if you're dirty. If you're a dirty little thief. Yeah, or you uh, can be like me and snag it for free and then pay them later if you like it yeah because I'm, I'm an asshole the radio stations are good there's just you your friends in the road hell yeah just crack a cold one and drive a car the only safe way you should crack a cold one and drive a car i will say we did like at the road goes in one loop um not like you know just a straight loop but it it's it weaves in the the same path over and over and we uh, we got pretty good at taking specific turn turns and building up speed, uh, going down this like long hill. Uh, we got up to about a hundred and thirty miles per hour, just newman through these uh, through these mountains. Sounds like you're describing a game. It- <laughs> I want my money back. A little bit. Um, Bobby, have you been playing anything else? So, uh, not really. Oh, yeah, because you went on vacation. I did. I was out of town for a week. We went down to Florida. Speaking of video games, I played freaking um, Star, the the fucking Star Wars uh, Smuggler's Run. Oh, uh, shit. How was it? On, it was at, at, right. Disney, at the Disney? Yeah, at the Disney, that, that like VR ride or whatever, that like motion simulator ride where you're like piloting the millennium falcon it's okay i crashed a lot that's fair i think if i rode the millennium falcon i'd crash a lot no it's very funny too because they have two different people like one person controls vertical movement and the other person controls horizontal movement oh i actually hate that it's very fun my brother and i were we're we're paired in a cockpit together and we were atrocious Golly! Aside from that, uh, my brother got me Dark Tide. I know that name. Why do I know that name? Uh, it's a Warhammer 40k game. Oh yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it's like uh, Left for Dead, but Warhammer uh, 40k. 
Yeah, I've got a, got a couple uh, boys, got a couple like assets on uh, off of the workshop in a tabletop simulator. I've yeah, been working on building up a little army and like trying trying this bad boy out. Just playing some Warhammer on tabletop sim with like a couple buds. Just a couple buds. Just a couple buds. Well, that's fun. Just just a way to preview the hobby to see if I want to actually spend money on this, you know? Yeah, spend money on those little guys. Yeah, those are expensive little guys, too. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, howdy. So what about you, my friend? I have been playing Pokemon. Ooh, what is, what is this Pokemon? The rumors you've heard are true. They are not exaggerated. This game video is games a... have come a long way <laughs> since Pac-Man. And in some ways they haven't. This game is a little busted, Bobby. Ooh, tell me. This game is a little fat fucking busted. Just, it's a little busted nut. It's a little busted nut. Just like a a bit of a broken game. Just a little graphically busted. Like the, uh, it just, it wasn't, we took it out the oven a little too early. The crust is a little underdone. It's a bit of a bad bake and I am having a lot of fun with it. That's delightful. I guess uh, like there's what's just your funny. What's your funniest Pokemon glitch? Um, uh, my funniest glitch that I've encountered um consecutively that I I haven't seen a lot of people post about is that sometimes my pokemon will just not have faces oh like like they will load in the body without the face like now okay I have a wug trio which I know what you're thinking yes that is a it it is a dug trio but it's water and it's uh based on like eels coming out of a rock in the water Oh. Um and they just have little faces on them. Oh. Now I want you to imagine these red little wiggly bastards just like spawning without their faces. <laughs> it's really good. Oh god. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> and like that'll happen with a lot of like a Claude Sire, the uh the new evolved form of Wooper. Sometimes he won't have a face, and that's precious. Oh no. He's my new favorite Pokemon is Clodzire. I want a long body pillow of Clodzire so I can sleep with him. He looks great. Oh, that's a friend. I want him instead of like an IKEA Blahaj. He's a great big friend. Holy shit, he's my new Dunkle Skog. <laughs> he's a great big friend. And I'll tell you, all the furry freaks are great. Like all of their this is a good gen. This is a good gen, Bobby. They got some dumb looking guys and I love them all. They got the mouse guys? Yes, they got the little mouse guys. Mouse hold? Mouse hold. Yes, mouse hold. Mouse hold is so good. I like the fan <laughs> art of them. And uh, Tinkaton? I fucking love Tinkaton. Is that the this one with the hammer? Yeah, this little bitch with a hammer. She's great. And of course, my my baby Claude Sire. He's a friend. He's so good. Oh, I like I like Claude Sire. He's such a good little guy. 
I could fuck with a plushie of Claude Sire. He's so good. He's so he's very good. He's got a very trustworthy face. Oh yeah, he does. He's got a very warm expression. <laughs> and that's pretty much all I have to say. Um we have one last bit of business. We got a wheel? We certainly do. We have a long list of gaming topics, uh, which uh, every episode at the very end, we spin a wheel with these topics on it, and whatever we land on, that's what we're going to talk about next week. Go ahead and spin... Hey, it's, it's Hunter J. Allen from the future. The future. I'm from the future, too. And uh, we, uh, we messed up the outro because we forgot that next week we are actually covering the A Game By Its Cover jam. A jam we've been talking about for uh, uh, the better part of uh, six episodes now. That's right. We were originally going to be talking about that last week, was it? We couldn't I mean, because... we were originally going to talk about it like three episodes ago. But then it got extended. We couldn't talk about the games until the jam was over. Next week we will be talking about the a game by its cover jam. A video game jam that we have discussed multiple times. If you're confused, just go back to those episodes. Um, yeah, that's what we're going to be doing. Now, back to your uh, regularly scheduled outro. Bye. Our theme music is Busy Busy by Twinkle Park. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to Twinkle Park for the bumpin' tunes. Um, Bobby, you made a reference to her video she released recently. What did you say? America's Greatest Otaku? Yeah, that was it. Oh, Man, it's so yeah, she, fucking good. That video is really good. Go check it out. Uh, she goes by Hazel on YouTube, and uh, the video is really fucking good. She does a video on... Uh, America's Greatest Otaku, a Tokyo Pop-produced TV show in America that is fucking bananas. It is. <laughs> I need. We need to. We need to watch this show. We need to do that. <laughs> we, no, we need to do that uh, drinking game that she made up for that. Oh yes. Anyway, th- again, thank you for listening. Uh, we put on an episode every other Thursday, and so. Keep keep a watchful eye out for our sick feed. We might come like a thief in the night. Oh, I will come. Oh, I'm coming already. How long have you been coming, Bobby? I have the gush, man. <laughs> the question is, when wasn't I? <laughs> I'm Hunter J. Allen. And I'm Bobby McCarthy. And And we've we've been been two itchy boys. boys.